when I talk to my male friends about organic tampons or about tampons in general, they know nothing, mm. absolutely nothing. Men have so much misconceptions. <laughs> and so that's what we want to change. Yeah. Hello, people of the interwebs. I'm Tash Doherty, and welcome to the Practical Guide to Pussyhood, a show about birth control, periods, and liberating yourself from the patriarchy. I met up with Florence and Gideon, who have launched Cherie, an organic and eco-friendly tampon company. We talked all about tampons, including what men think about tampons and what they can do to help their significant others and girls that they know who are on their periods. And with that, I hope you enjoy the show. I am here with Florence and Gideon. Florence is the co-founder and CEO and Gideon is the co-founder and chief marketing officer for Cherie, organic tampons that are also very environmentally sustainable. And on top of that, it's a social enterprise where you give tampons to women in developing countries. Mm -hmm. Would you like to say hello? Hi, I'm Florence. Happy to be here. (laughs) Hi, it's Gideon, the only guy doing organic tampons. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So how did the idea for Cherie come about? Yeah, I'm a girl, obviously, and I've been using tampons. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I've been using tampons my basically since I started getting my period. And actually, this year I noticed a ton of tampon companies were blowing up, like Cora, Lola, and our competitors. And I realized there's actually a whole movement behind it. Like period poverty is a real thing. Currently, all tampons use like plastic applicators, plastic wrappers, or even like cardboard waste, which takes longer to decompose. So. Ours is the first cellulose paper wrap tampon, so essentially, yeah, it's the most eco-friendly single-use tampon in the market. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. (laughs) Tell us about the ingredients in these tampons. A lot of brands use non-organic tampons, so what that means is that they contain chemicals, synthetics, GMOs, toxins, and they use like herbicides and pesticides to produce the cotton in these tampons. So we're completely organic. Um, What that means is we just use organic cotton. There's no chemicals, there's no like BS, essentially. Yeah. I kind of equate it as well to underwear. I often wear just like straight cotton underwear because sometimes I want to wear nice lacy underwear, but if it's polyester, and I want to do exercise. There's just a lot that can go wrong. You yeah. get infections. It's just, you know, it just smells bad or it's just not like a nice breathable material. Yeah. It goes down to show that there are so many problems in the tampon space. The ingredients are so bad. And we are also working, like from my background, I've been working on blockchain for like five years. So we are working to bring about a new kind of certification where women can actually track any tampon that they have mm. and see the ingredients in a tampon. Get every time you get one, you just scan it, you see the details of the tampons. And we want this standard to be in all tampons so that we can bring transparency to the ingredients in the tampon world. So actually, the tampon companies aren't required to disclose their ingredients. So. Just last month, New York was the first state to enforce a law where you actually have to disclose your ingredients. So it was pretty shady before. And so how did you get into manufacturing these tampons? Yeah, so we actually talked to a lot of suppliers and it took us a while to find a supplier like this because we really wanted to focus on eco-friendly, but it's actually a lot harder to do that because the plastic keeps it sanitized and that's why it's hard to not use it, even for non-applicator tampons. And we finally found one and they were just launching this. So we got really lucky in that. Yeah, and they're in Spain. Right, so this is a tampon manufacturing factory. Yeah. 
crazy. Is it kind of like the Luxottica of tampons where they just produce all different kinds? Well, I mean, basically the, in the tampon space, there are very good manufacturers and you can also like give your own specifications. And so that's where we come in as organic tampons. Exactly. So you get to really kind of encourage the company to say, hey, we think there's a market for sustainable, organic products. 100%. Um, and you kind of push the level of their manufacturing. And also, it's good to have a little box around it too, because I used to, you know, keep my one tampon in the bottom of my bag. And then it would be, <laughs> it might be in there for at least a couple of months before I actually needed it. And at yeah. that point, sometimes they just get gross and you need to have it in some way to transport so that it's clean and like ready to go. You guys have pledged money and tampons to women in developing countries as well. So tell me about that. Yeah, so we partner with Period Nonprofit. They're one of the largest um, period organizations in the US. So what we want to do is donate like three to one. So with every purchase of three organic boxes, we will donate one to a girl who don't have access to it or is financially unable to purchase tampons. And will you know where these women are? It will be distributed to homeless girls um, in the U.S. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we're actually looking at the U in the U.S. and also like in Africa. And one thing that really got me very passionate about tampons is that when we when I got into the space recently, because Florence introduced me, and we learned that more than 23 million girls don't have access to period care products. That is really sad. Mm. And it's part of our goal to change that. And equally, so we have a relationship, but just know the people that know um, the first female president in Africa. She's from Liberia. And uh, we know that they're launching a new Ellen Johnson Sirleaf Presidential Center for Women and Development in, in Liberia. So we're already talking with them to mm. partner with them. Something I also learned is that tampons are actually classified as class two medical devices. It's not a sickness. I mean, it's also taxed as a luxury good, and then Viagra isn't. So can that makes imagine? no sense. How come Viagra is like a normal product? And most guys don't know anything about this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if we want women to be able to do whatever they want, be free, having great access to period products is going to be really important for that. Yeah. And I just can't believe that we still have a legal system that is holding yeah. women back. It's yeah. insane. Well, actually, there are some companies in organic tampons right now, but it's still a very, very it's small space. Yeah. Very tiny and they still use plastic too so we actually the first non-plastic it's like 300 million a day yeah 300 million tampons a day plastic yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. so for plastic straws it's 500 million days so we're like almost there in a sense really oh we men (laughs) (laughs) so wow yeah and our goal so right now it's like 100 billion pieces of plastic from menstrual waste is going to our landfills every year. And like our long-term goal is really to reduce that as much as possible. We want to reduce it to 90 billion by 2030. Plastic applicators is, are kind of useless, essentially. It's the same thing as if you were to use non-applicator. It's just a, I yeah, think it's it's an education. Thing. I think yeah. it's an American thing. In Europe, people don't use applicators. Yeah. I think in Europe, I used like cardboard applicators. Or, or cardboard applicators, yeah. yeah. But still, I mean, the cardboard was, you know, like when you get really <laughs> industrial toilet paper, it was worse than that. Where no. It was literally just. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was literally at that quality level for the applicator part of it. Really? And I mean, at least it 
was recyclable. But also, you don't I think put that in your like, no. I mean, that's what know? the tampon was wrapped in. But the point is, is when you're using tampons, you're in the bathroom. You just want to shove the applicator and everything like away as quickly as possible. Same. And people actually flush it because a lot of times they don't have in public bathrooms. They don't have a trash can. Yeah, the, exactly. This is also yeah. one of the things that guys can do is put trash cans in. Their okay, I will go with yeah. trash cans to bathroom. Right? <laughs> I don't go to women's bathroom, so it's like okay. No, it's in your unisex. house. Yeah. In my house, yes. I have for a example. trash can in okay, my house. Okay, perfect. No, in, but in your in your bathroom, like right next to the toilet, do yeah. you have a trash can. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. That's it. Not I mean, all the time. It's not like a com It's not like a common practice. Though. Yeah, exactly. Oh, for guys, really? Yeah, for guys. You could just have it because you have friends that come around. Yeah. So that means guys should all have organic tampons in their restroom too. Basically, yeah. the first time I had an encounter with a tampon was when I had my first serious relationship. And my girlfriend was like, yeah, Gideon, please, can you buy me tampons? I went to the store and bought it for her, right? And most guys have not touched tampons. Really? <laughs> and that has to change. When I talk to my male friends about organic tampons or about tampons in general, they know nothing, mm. absolutely nothing. Men have so much misconceptions. <laughs> and so that's what we want to change. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I think that's a really interesting bend yeah. to it as well. That same night, I was talking to another French. I was, oh, she was like, do you have one with you? I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't carry tampons around with me. She was like, you should do that. And exactly. I will be doing that right now. Whenever you see me, Gideon, Give yeah. me a hug, I have a tampon. Yeah. Yes, no guy does that. No. Yeah, it wouldn't you're, be creepy. No, it would head. be like you're, you're just really on it. So considerate. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Considerate, you care about women's issues, carrying tampons around, great idea. It's like guys, take notes. Seriously, I swear your girlfriend or whoever is gonna be so impressed. Forget holding doors. Like, yeah, forget no holding doors. Don't hold doors. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Give me a tampon. <laughs> Because normally, they always have a condom with me. And if I always have a condom, why can't I have a tampon? But I also I think both. girls should carry around condoms too. I yeah. mean, I still have one in my mouth. Girls carry condoms and white guys are not carrying like tampons. That's a question actually for all the guys. There you go. So we don't need to carry toilet paper because it's already accessible everywhere. So if it's not going to be accessible everywhere, then people need to start carrying it. No, I'm just saying, toilet paper <laughs> is already free everywhere. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. we don't need to carry that for that reason. But then tampons are not free everywhere. So then, yeah, people need to be able to have it on hand. Yeah, on that, I actually think that one day tampons are going to be like toilet papers. Yeah. Tampons should be free. 100%. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to pay for it. Exactly, 100%. It's going to head yeah. there. It's like water. I mean, that's, so when I explain to my friends, I'm like, oh, I'm like, listen, you drink water every day, you eat every day. You're a guy, right? To women, that is what tampon is. Because yeah. they use that every month. It's like exactly. something you can run away from. So I think one day tampons should be free. And hopefully we can make that I, happen. I we should go to UN and mm. talk about yeah. this. Yeah, it's tax is a luxury good. I mean, who thought that that would be a good idea? Probably a guy. <laughs> yeah. Someone, the person who created tampons is actually a guy. Dr. Earl Haas is a male he's that a, created the guy, tampon right? yeah. in the really? 1920s. Yeah, that was a guy. In the 1920s? Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. The fact that it's being taxed, it's by guys, by men, because something, mm. something we should change. Also, periods are incredibly painful for a lot of people as well. So you would think that getting a tampon would be the easiest part. But actually, when you're in the bathroom and you don't have one and it's like that time of the month, you've got no choice. You have to improvise with something or... Yeah. Or get a tampon from your male friend if you happen to have a great one lying around. I mean, like this podcast if you've had to ask someone last minute for a tampon in a public setting. Yeah, like actually. this podcast right now if that's happened. So in general, yeah. but I think, um, man, we do, we are great, we do great stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just that really we are ignorant about this. We don't know 
we don't know. And you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. it's just ignorance, right? And and now you know, bringing this awareness is something that we could use to change the narrative. And because I know that there are so many guys just like me that want to be very supportive, right? Because you know that when you have your period, your boyfriend wants to like, like, what do you need? Well, how can I help you? We want to be supportive. And exactly. but we don't know how. Most guys, maybe your boyfriend has never touched your tampon before. We don't even know what is there. But like, okay, yeah, it's hers. Yeah, we never go close to it, right? We have to change the narrative where guys can be like, oh yeah, this is my condom. This is your tampon. You know, it's some it's, it's the same. I see condoms yeah. and tampons are the same. For sure. Great. Well, this has been really fun chatting to you guys to learn more about, yeah, the products, the ideas behind it. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Soon. Thank yeah. you. Bye. Bye. You can find Florence and Gideon's tampons at shereorganic.com. And in January, they're going to be launching a Kickstarter campaign. So be sure to check it out, especially if you care about making sustainable tampons more available and helping women in need access them. If you have any feedback, just hit me up on Instagram. My handle is Tash R. Doherty, and I would absolutely love to hear from you. And I hope you have a great rest of your day and tune in again soon. Lots of love. Bye.